Welcome to a special cultural edition of the Anxious Adventure Podcast. If you didn't know, today marks the first day of Dia de los Muertos, November 1st. I wanted to do a special episode on this particular holiday because it is such a beautiful way to connect and honor loved ones who are no longer with us. Dia de los Muertos is often clumped together with Halloween, but it couldn't be more different. One culture has created a unique way to face death while honoring those who have passed on to the other side. So I'd like to invite you to join me today as we learn about the history and origins of Dia de los Muertos, Day of the Dead, and travel to a town that welcomes in the souls of their loved ones, along with a special visit from a fluttering winged friend. Hello, my name is Katie Schlegel. I'm your host of the Anxious Adventure Podcast, and I'm an anxious adventurer. I know that sounds contradicting, but I'm here to tell you that if the thought of traveling somewhere brings up those feelings of anxiety or stress, you've come to the right place. I've traveled to over 17 countries around the world. I've lived in Buenos Aires, Argentina, and trekked across South America solo. I don't say these things to impress you. No, that is not what I'm here for. I say these things to let you know that every single one of those experiences had moments where my anxiety made me feel like I could not do it. So if that's how you feel or have ever felt, you're not alone. In today's episode, I'm taking you on a trip to a Mexican state where Dia de los Muertos is celebrated each November 1st and 2nd. Are you ready? Pack those bags and grab your passports because we're about to embark on a special adventure to Michoacan, Mexico. Welcome to Michoacan, Mexico, known as the soul of Mexico. Michoacan is located in western Mexico and has a stretch of coastline on the Pacific Ocean to the southwest. The economy is based on agriculture, ranching, fishing, mining, and the arts. The major tourism draw for the state is the Lake Pazcuaro, as well as the location of Sinsunzan Yakata pyramids. In 1991, Morelia, Michoacan's capital, was declared a World Heritage Site for its well-preserved colonial buildings, pink stone cathedral, historic center, and aqueduct. It is said that Michoacan is unique and one of a kind. It is the perfect fusion of natural beauty, picturesque towns, art, and culture. In one article I read, it said, to travel to Michoacan is to take a trip through the extraordinary history, culture, and folklore of Mexico. And to journey to Michoacan is to discover and learn what is the soul of Mexico. The national and state parks, which include the winter grounds for the monarch butterflies, Mariposas Monarca, are located in Michoacan, but more on that to come. Now I want to dive into a little of the history and origins of El Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead. The origin of Dia de los Muertos in Mexico can be a bit complex, and to really get an understanding of it, we have to look back at the indigenous people of the pre-Columbian era, including the Aztecs and the Purépecha people. This was when the belief that death was very sacred and must be celebrated, not mourned, was born. However, during the colonization era of Mexico, the Spanish brought different Catholic beliefs about life and death to the country. 
When the Spanish came to Mexico, they introduced Catholicism to the indigenous people. And this is when the indigenous blended their traditions and beliefs to create their own customs. The Catholic Church rejected the Aztecs' beliefs. And the rituals related to death and celebrating their ancestors were moved to coincide with the Catholic holidays of All Saints' Day on November 1st and All Souls' Day on November 2nd. Mexicans have since transformed these days to create a truly unique holiday that is all their own and one they honor every year. If you take the time to look at the very heart of El Dia de los Muertos and the traditions it holds, it's a beautiful time to remember loved ones while establishing a sense of personal history in traditional ways. It's a two-day celebration where it is believed that the passageway between the real world and the spirit world is open so our deceased loved ones can come back to visit us. El Dia de los Muertos is predominantly celebrated in Mexico. However, you can also see it being celebrated in other countries, such as Bolivia, Ecuador, Peru, Guatemala, Haiti, Colombia, Honduras, El Salvador, Nicaragua, and Venezuela, with each country having their own unique ways of welcoming back their past loved ones. Now let's talk a little bit about the different traditions of Dia de los Muertos that you will most likely see during this time. The traditions surrounding the Day of the Dead are rich with cultural influence and are true to Mexican style. First are the altars, or ofrendas in Spanish. This takes back actually to the Aztecs, where they used to offer water and food to the deceased to help them on their journey to the land of the dead. Nowadays, Mexican families set up beautifully decorated altars in their homes and place photos of their loved ones that they have lost, along with other special items. The Day of the Dead altars are meant to honor the returning souls on these days. They are carefully decorated with objects that connect it with the four elements of nature. When you see an ofrenda, you will notice it is an incredible and unique fusion of indigenous and Catholic symbols and representation. Items you will find on ofrendas usually consist of water, the loved one's favorite food and drink items, flowers, bread, and other things that celebrate the life of the person who has passed. Then there are the marigolds, also known as sinpasushu, or flor de muerto, flower of the dead. These flowers are used during Dia de los Muertos celebrations by placing them on the altars as well as the burial sites. The meaning behind this is that the miracle flower is thought to guide the spirits back to their altars with their intense color and strong scent. Skulls, or calaveras, are a huge part of the holiday and probably what most people think about when they think of the Day of the Dead celebrations. However, the use of skulls dates all the way back to the Aztec era, where they were used during rituals and passed on as trophies during battles. Today, during Dia de los Muertos, small decorated sugar skulls are also placed on the altars. Though there is nothing grim about these skulls, no. They are decorated with colorful edible paint, glitter, beads, and sport a huge smile. I also wanted to mention La Catrina, 
the skulls, calaveras, and skeletons, calacas, that are so prominent in today's festivities came about at the beginning of the 19th century when a cartoonist and social activist, Jose Guadalupe Posada, drew La Catrina to protest the Mexican people's desire to look more European. La Catrina has since become one of the biggest symbols of El Dia de los Muertos, where people paint their faces with skulls and flowers. Papel pecado means perforated paper and is an integral part of the Mexican culture. The art, once again, comes from an Aztec tradition of chiseling spirit figures on wood. Today, this tradition is used during the Day of the Dead celebration by stringing papel pecados up on the altars and in the streets. You may have seen these. They're bright and colorful. And last, but certainly not least, we cannot forget about the food. There's no celebration without food in Mexico. During this time, customary foods are prepared and are shared with family, neighbors, strangers, as well as the visiting spirits. Pan de Muertos, or Day of the Dead Bread, is an essential part of the festivities and is also placed on the altars. During these two days, you'll see sugar skulls being enjoyed by the young and old, as well as mole, tamales, pozole, and sopa azteca, all prepared by families with the recipes that were passed down from generation to generation. As I mentioned before, Dia de los Muertos is celebrated on November 1st and 2nd, but family members prepare for these days several weeks in advance. It is said on November 1st, the children who have passed come back to visit and celebrate as angelitos, little angels. And on the following day, November 2nd, it's the adults, defuntos, or deceased, turn to show up for the festivities. Now you may be wondering, but where do the butterflies fit in to the Day of the Dead, and what about Michoacan? Let's start here. The monarch butterfly is the symbol and pride of Michoacan and has found the eastern portion of the state the perfect spot to seek refuge and escape from the frigid autumn and winters of the forest in the southern Canadian and northern United States. The eastern part of Michoacan offers the monarch butterflies a perfect place to call home with a lot of vegetation and moderate temperatures for hibernation and reproduction. An estimated 60 million monarch butterflies travel more than 4,000 kilometers or just under 3,000 miles to rest in Michoacan between the months of October and March. During those months, the pine and oyamel forests of the sanctuaries El Rosario and Sierra Chinqua are colored with fluttering butterflies. Their tones of white and black contrast with the forest green and the blue sky. And here is where El Dia de los Muertos and the monarch butterfly migration connect. The ancient Purépecha people of northwestern Michoacán believed that the monarch butterflies were the souls of those who passed over to the afterlife. And it just so happens that their 3,000-mile migration to North Michoacán happens in November right around Dia de los Muertos. To this day, many believe the monarch butterflies are the spirits of their loved ones and ancestors returning home every year on the Day of the Dead. Besides its significance in Mexican cultural heritage, 
The undeniable beauty of the monarch butterflies are important pollinators essential for many ecosystems. Many of you may know that in Spanish, mariposa means butterfly. So when I learned about the migration to Michoacán, Mexico, around the time of Dia de los Muertos celebrations, I had to include it in this episode. After all, one of the ways Mariposa Skies pays it forward is by contributing to the Save the Monarchs organization. With each purchase at Mariposa Skies as a thank you, you receive a packet of milkweed seeds. When you plant them, these seeds will ensure the continued growth of the monarch butterfly population, as well as help them start this beautiful and significant migration to Michoacan, Mexico, each year. If you're interested in taking a look at the shop, the link is in the show notes. All right, that concludes this adventure for today. I hope you enjoyed traveling to Michoacan, Mexico, and celebrating Dia de los Muertos with me. Before I close out this episode, there are a few things I want to remind you of. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at MariposaSkies. That's where I share all the photographs, videos, and visuals for each podcast. Information about the artisans and their fashion, travel inspiration and tips, as well as cultural knowledge and insights. I hope to see you over there. And one last thing, the only way to get this podcast out there is with your help. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please follow, subscribe, and hit those five stars if you like the podcast. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. I'd love to hear your feedback. And if you leave a five-star review, I'll give you a shout out. I've also linked to some really great articles in the show notes. Articles where you can learn more about the Michoacan culture and heritage, as well as other interesting articles about Dia de los Muertos, and a cool clip about the monarch butterflies arriving for the Day of the Dead in Michoacan. I encourage you to take a look. Thank you so much for joining me on today's cultural adventure. I hope that on this Dia de los Muertos, you will take this opportunity to learn a little bit more about the symbolism and meaning of this deeply spiritual tradition that is important to so many. Okay, until next time, my dear anxious adventurers. Ciao. Besos. Mwah.